Greetings, Meatbag. This is the Morning Donut Podcast. Thank you for tuning in. What is up and welcome back to another episode of the Morning Donut Podcast where we talk all things tech and nerd pop culture. My name is Carlos. Hey, hey, this is Dan. This is Juan. How you guys doing today? Good, good. good. Welcome to another episode. You guys doing good? It's very gloomy today, no? A little bit? <laughs> yeah. I like it. It's time for the gloomy weather. I'm right? a vampire, so I yeah. like it a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, how are you guys doing today? Good. Doing good. How about yourself? Doing not too bad. Not too bad. Foot's getting better every day. Maybe, I, maybe I'll be able to walk soon. I don't know yet. Oh, yeah? Yeah. I'm hoping. See what the doctor says on Wednesday. Uh, but we got, uh, we got some good stories going on uh, th- this week. There's a bunch of stories about S- Squid Game. Squid Game is, is just hot right now. Oh, yeah. So we're talking about that because there's a few stories. Uh, there's a potential strike in Hollywood. Uh-oh. Well, Uh-oh. After well, a pandemic, you know, we got stuff delayed because of a pandemic. Now potential strike. We'll talk about it. Pretty pretty interesting. Good stuff going on. Um, Amazon is still taking cues from Black Mirror, apparently, with their other <laughs> products that they're coming out. We're talking about some of the stuff they're mm-hmm. doing. Um, and, of course, we'll get into our weekly recommendations. Um, as always, timestamps in the show. Feel free to. But before we get into some Squid Game stuff, we have, uh, we have a new investor on the block. Mr. Gox. A, a new a new prodigy investor. Dan, Dan. Mr. Gox, the hamster. <laughs> Mr. His name is Mr. G-O-X? G-O-X-X. G- G-O-X-X. Mr. Gox. Is that, is that his uh, ticker? <laughs> All right, tell us about Mr. I didn't know his name until you just said that's hilarious. Just a hamster that runs on a wheel. Okay. And um, that's how he selects what crypto to invest in. So how does he do it? Like he runs on the wheel and what happens exactly? It, it, it picks what crypto you want to like pick. it's almost like a like a yeah you know like a little spinning thing there's, okay. some, yeah, there's something that the, the the owner of the mr gox uses while he spins <laughs> but then he chooses which tunnel to go through if it's a buy or a sell wow that's fantastic okay, so okay. It's, this is the crypto this is the buy or sell okay and apparently he's been um outperforming um He's been making some money for the gentleman. Really? I saw some that he's, it's even been like outperforming like the S&P 500. Like oh, he's, wow. Mr. Gox. <laughs> he's going to be world famous. Imagine if uh, if Mr. Gox is just like some reincarnated something or other that that's totally conscious and self-aware. <laughs> hopefully, hopefully it's not a Bernie Madoff <laughs> reincarnation because then that poor guy's screwed. Oh my God! So, so does it say like how much money he's made or lost no. or anything like that? No, it's more of a just a little, yeah, a little um blurb here on, on the article. <laughs> I, I'm more. And they show a picture of he's adorable, the, the probably contraption. Yeah, yeah. No, 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 the picture of the the the, the box. Oh, okay. What is, so does it look homemade? How does yeah, it look? It's homemade. Okay, it's just a hamster wheel and some tunnels. And- <laughs> Mr. Gox. You should do that with the fish you've got here. Should I put little little swimming tunnels and see which one they swim into? And that's where I'm just going to yeah. put all my life savings in. <laughs> not the whole, not your life savings. Nope, all eggs, one basket. Let's oh, go. Oh, wow. Okay. Ride or die. Yeah. Let's go. My go, fish are going to. Go big or go home. My fish are going to. Right. I might be going home. <laughs> in which case, it might be a shoebox if, <laughs> if my fish lose all my money. Maybe they're good investors. Who knows? Yeah, they might be. That's hilarious, that is, though. That's hilarious. Mr. Gox. Mr. Oh, Gox. Man, that's Look really him good. up. Look All him right. up and you'll read about him. Well, there you go. You don't need to know anything about investing to, to make some money. Just do it. Just commit <laughs> and just do it. But they say, you know, that hamster usually has a two to three year lifespan. So Okay. So he's not going to be around for too long. That's too bad. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, better get another one <laughs> or try to have him reproduce. Clone him? Yeah. <laughs> clone them it's crazy <laughs> um all right let's get into uh, one of our first stories here about um it's about squid game so squid game is the the new hot netflix show which is currently uh trending to be like the number one netflix show all time which is crazy yeah. it's currently number one globally and it's like 
Netflix usually doesn't release their streaming numbers as far as how many people watch something, but apparently it's like the number one show everywhere. Um, but funny thing about it is that in the show, I'm no spoilers here if you haven't seen it. Don't worry. If you haven't seen it, you really should. It's very good. Uh, there is uh, in the in the in the show, there's a, a business card that's given out with a phone number on it. Well, apparently that's a real phone number that was that was on it. And some poor man in Korea has been getting <laughs> four thousand plus calls daily. Plus text messages, all this other stuff, uh, because of that, because they use a real phone number, which I'm sure they probably just randomly. Right. They didn't do the thing we do here, where everything is five five five, and yeah. then some random. You know, it's never a real number. They didn't. This is, so this guy has nothing to do with the production of nothing to do with no, it. He's just, just a, a random, dude. It was just random numbers they put on a business card. Yeah. So the story is that he uh, uh, he's in he's he's a guy in his 40s. They don't even say his name. He probably didn't want it out there. But the person who owns the number in real life is a man in his 40s who told Korea media that he was receiving about 4,000 calls a day since the series was released. He thought they were spam calls since he didn't figure out his number was being seen by Netflix people all over the world like, the until heck? he watched the show himself. Oh, wow. Okay. And then he's like, wait a minute. That's my phone number. No wonder I'm getting all these damn calls. So Imagine that. Uh, and apparently he can't change it because it's a number he uses for business. So oh, wow. even worse. Yeah. Uh, one of the Korean politicians, uh, so I, I don't know if it's someone that's trying to run for some kind of office, the National Revolutionary Party, uh, is offering to buy the number from the guy for 100 million won, which is about $85,000. Okay. So would you sell your you number it? for 85 grand? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> of course. <laughs> wouldn't even think about it. I'd be like, first I'd try to get more. Unless your empire, 582, 300. That's embedded into your company, right? But my number? Okay. Yeah, I don't care about my number. <laughs> yeah. No one knows my number anyway. They just have it saved. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't matter. All you are is a contact. Nobody right. memorizes phone numbers anymore. But uh, yeah, apparently for this guy, it's uh, it's his business. So um, I don't know. It's That's just crazy. 4,000 calls. capitalize on his business with that number being posted. Right. You could do something with it. I mean, eventually it would die down, right? Like, yeah. I mean, people are going to, they're not going to do it forever. Like, well, gonna keep calling. Like, it's hot right so, now. So, I mean, I know you don't want to give away rumors, but what is the point of the card in the show? Uh, it's just the way the players contact the people that run the games in okay. the show. So, it's basically saying, yes, I want to participate. Recruit, yeah. okay. It's like a recruitment okay. number. So, yeah. it's like a little business card with these little shapes on it. And it's got a, just a phone number on the other side. And apparently, it's yeah. a real phone number. Okay. <laughs> But you're, in, you're invited. You don't you're just. Invited. Yeah, you have to be invited. Someone gives you the card or whatever. And you it's call just, to confirm or something. Uh huh. You call and say yes, and they come and scoop you up and put a bag over your head. And so night. this guy's probably getting a whole bunch of text messages. Say yes, yes. We, we, exactly right. It, it could be that, but it, yeah, it basically, it's yep. a lot of prank calls and text messages and things. It's just crazy. So yeah, yeah. I mean, imagine your phone is just going off all day. Then. Mm -hmm. That's what happened, right? So he's like, mm -hmm. "What the heck's going on here?" All of a sudden, right? So he's he's also even working with the production company that made the show as well. I don't know what they're gonna work out but they're also working with him with the with the the guy and the production company directly sort to some kind of solution i don't know what well, he should start up his own squid games <laughs> <laughs> exactly. he's got his own little business oh man but speaking of squid games in real life there is a second story here there is a a cafe in singapore that's inviting visitors to try the squid games uh honeycomb challenge again no spoilers here this is maybe a little bit because one of the game the point of the, the show is there's a bunch of people that you get this from the trailer so it's not really a spoiler bunch of people that are in very high amounts of debt are given an opportunity to get out of debt by playing a series of children's games you know like for example when the one they show in the trailer is red light green light 
And, you know, mm-hmm. again, if you see the trailer, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's yeah. not a spoiler. It's in the trailer. Uh, one of the games is uh, it's it's called the Honeycomb Challenge. We're basically it's uh, a little dish of melted sugar that they put in, turn into like a flat disc of honeycomb uh, with a shape inside of it. And you have to cut the shape out with a little needle within a allotted amount of time without breaking it. Okay. So it's a pretty challenging, you know, game. Mm. So anyway, this cafe in Singapore is doing that to visitors, um, which is just a smart kind of social media thing, trying to get people in. And if they can successfully cut out the shape of the honeycomb with the needle, uh, they'll get a free coffee mm, as okay. opposed to like a bullet in the head. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> but Which is part of the game. Which is part of the game yeah. in, the, in the show. Uh, but that's kind of cool. I would totally do that. Oh, yeah. yeah, we were even just before we before we started recording, we even said we should just turn it into like a drinking game, get a bunch of people, give them like five minutes to try to cut a shape out. And if they break it, then boom, you take a shot. You take a shot. Yeah. All right. I don't know. I think it'd be kind of cool. But, um, sounds but like, yeah, sounds like a lot of these games will be done at Halloween parties this year. Oh, my God. I can't imagine the the Halloween costumes because it, in the, the little the employees in the show it's a very yeah. simple outfit that they wear it's like a red jumpsuit with a shape on their head mm. with like a mask on mm. it would look cool honestly it would so and even the the the, the, the main put the, the, the main person the uh oh the, yeah the front, the front man, man he's got like a mask. cool looking he's like an all black suit with this like geometric shaped mask it's so dope i was gonna say who that was but i don't know that, that'll, that i don't want to spoil it yeah that would definitely spoil but it. you know who it is it. yeah yeah the movie yeah. Mm-hmm, that, exactly right from a different movie yep yep a recent one too wasn't it pretty recent? Well, probably that one, but what I'm talking about was about 10 years ago. Oh, gotcha. Okay. I, I'm with you now. But yeah, don't say it because it is a spoiler. Yeah, because yeah, you, you don't know who that person is. But uh, man, uh, really good show. You need to see it. Oh, yeah. I'm talking to you. I am. I was okay. busy this week trying to sure. watch James Bond and Venom and <laughs> okay, we'll, we'll <laughs> trying get, to catch up. We'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I'm, I'm actually rewatching the show. I already saw it once, but Brittany hasn't seen it. So we saw the first three episodes last night. Even on the second time, it's really good. Mm. Really good show. I really like it. But I love this uh, this whole thing with the with the the honeycomb challenge in the in the cafe. I think that's really smart. Like as far as like marketing goes, oh, yeah. if they did that here, I'd right away. But like, yeah, I'm, I'm on my way. Yep. <laughs> I think it just would be fun. You know, yeah. it's always good to find different ways to market. Yeah, uh, it would be good. Yeah. Last a bit of news about Squid Game because apparently, again, it's all over the place. So popular. That Netflix is getting sued over the massive surge in internet traffic. Now, this is more interesting to me. Like, it's interesting, but it's kind of confusing. It's a good to problem me. to have. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah, right. It is a good problem. Like, it's it's just I, I like so I'll, I'll read this from this is from Uprock. So this is this says that uh, the, the initial report came from Reuters. Do I did I pronounce that right? Is it Reuters? Yeah. Okay. I always it's, <laughs> I always think I'm saying that word wrong. <laughs> How do you think it's supposed? to I be? have no idea. Reuters. Reuters? <laughs> Maybe it's Reuters? It's, it's Reuters, you're right. It's Reuters. It's Reuters. Uh, so Reuters reports that South Korean internet service provider SK Broadband has sued Netflix to pay for costs from increased network traffic and maintenance work because of the surge of viewership in the U.S.'s firm's content. So it's, I guess it's Netflix content in general, but mainly driven by Squid Game recently because it's driving up network traffic even more. Now, obviously, Netflix has their own servers, which you mentioned before are Amazon, Correct. Yeah, they're on AWS. They're on AWS, but that's just the server. the 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 internet still is the internet provider is still the people that get the content from the server to yeah. you, the, the end pipe. user. Okay. So they're the ones. Yeah, exactly. The main pipelines from you know to your home. That's how you get internet, and they have to maintain that network. And apparently, it's expensive. So the South to do Korean so. 
yeah. provider can't handle the bandwidth. Yeah, so SK Broadband apparently is having issues. Oh, but here, here you go. Hold on. Just put some numbers onto it. Netflix traffic handled by SK Broadband now requires 1.2 trillion bits of data to be processed every second. It's a lot. Yeah. But that's just right now. By the time that that, that case gets litigated, this, yeah. this show's gone. <laughs> yeah. But at, but at the, <laughs> the I guess at the gone. same time for them, it would just be a, re- a recuperating a recuperation yeah. because like they they spent probably more money than they normally would to maintain it. And they're just suing for essentially for damages or maybe even lost money because they maybe they couldn't do something else. Uh, customers know. or outages. I don't know. Yeah, it could be an outage, which costs you money. You know, it could be a, a number of things that you can sue for even when it's all done. So does it say like, are, are they making agreements with other providers, broadband providers? to, to It, do, it doesn't say here. But again, in, in South Korea, maybe they're the main one. You know, right. Maybe they're the, yeah. they're the because here we have we have multiple. Yeah. Right. So. I mean, but how do you, as Netflix, how do you predict that? It's like saying, okay, you clogged up the expressway because you opened up a brand new store somewhere. Now, it, right. And now the state's suing, now the state's suing you because you clogged up their expressway. Which, to be honest, would probably happen if that really <laughs> did happen, right? Say there was a, yeah. a grand opening of something. Maybe say they put like a sports venue right on I ninety four downtown, and it would just it would create yeah. insane traffic every time an event was going on. The city would be like, you either a have to move or b you're paying us because now we have to widen the expressway because of you. <laughs> <laughs> so I get it. That's a that's a more practical uh, analogy too, because it's and a, a highway is very much like the internet. It's just traffic flowing in mm-hmm. certain directions, and when there's too much of it, it clogs and it slows down. Um, but um, w- what the article says here too, which I'm also curious about, is the amount of data they process. Like, what is that compared to, like, say Disney Plus or Hulu or another streaming service? Like, does is Netflix way more in terms of traffic? I don't know. Well, I, I well it depends too. Right? I mean, if they're watching it in SD or HD quality, right? So yeah, exactly. Which right. most stuff is going to be at minimum HD. Yeah. Even if you're watching it on your phone, it's going to come through in HD. And then and then what the or what the users have their down their download sets to. Right. Because you can set it as high quality, low quality, or I don't know if there's a middle one. I mean, you have to consider you. Number of users, so the, I don't know how many users they have compared to Disney, but even if Disney had much more users, I would imagine that traffic on Netflix is larger because, for instance, I'm a Disney subscriber, but I'm not on there every day. I exactly only watch right. Disney when there's a new, mm-hmm. you know, a new show. But if you're a Netflix <clears throat> subscriber, you're probably on there every day because of the amount of content and the variety of it. So, oh, yeah. so it's not just yeah. the amount of users; it's the how much those users actually use it. Yeah, I'm dormant most of the month for net for Disney Plus. Exactly right. Yeah, I watch it, you know, a couple times a week, and that's mainly just to watch a new episode of something. And even then, it's just an hour maybe at the most, and that's it. Right. So, but Netflix, you're probably on there every day. Yeah, more than likely. I mean, it's, it's, also, yeah, maybe at the very more than Disney Plus for sure. Right. You know. Um, but this is just a really quick, this is something from 2019. So I'm sure it's different today, but, uh, it was Netflix accounted for about 13% of all internet traffic globally. Jeez. 13%. Not of the streamers, just, just internet just traffic. Global internet traffic. Oh. Netflix was 13% of it. Isn't that insane? That's, that's, yeah. that's pretty big for that's one. That's a huge 13% of every bit of internet traffic on the planet is coming from Netflix. <laughs> and that number is not going down. No, I, I, well, I think even recently they they fell to number two. Let me see what number one is now. When is this article from? This is also from 2019, so this is also kind of old. But let's see what they say here. Global traffic behind. Okay, global internet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From Sandvine. Yeah, 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 yeah. Dropped it. Yeah, so it dropped to 12.6 percent. Whoa. <laughs> wow. <laughs> is that because other streamer other companies jumped in? Maybe, but again, this is this is uh so. 
It says here YouTube was fourth with 6.3%. PlayStation and Xbox Live downstreams each took 2.6%. Facebook accounted for 2.2%. Now that's a lot because Facebook is it's mainly text. Right, it's not yeah. a lot. Sure, of, there's um, videos and pictures in there too. Not as much, yeah. But yeah. for to to you for to account for 2.2% of the of the internet traffic for just Facebook, that's insane because it's not very heavy. Like sure there's ads that run and there's little video clips that play. But it's majority tech stuff. Do they talk? Yeah. yeah, but I think if you have an auto refreshing on your device, it's consistently pointing. Yeah, but traffic. you're talking about kilobytes. You're not talking about. I mean, here's the thing. Do they talk about average usage per average traffic per user? No, that they don't have here. But yeah, that's just. Yeah, but not Facebook has what two billion. Right, so I'm saying users. Mm-hmm. So it, it, that's that's the point. Is like there's so many users that something that is majority text can still drive almost two and a half percent of all internet traffic so how many facebook's users equal the usage of one netflix user yeah right exactly right and what if they're doing it at the same time that (laughs) that person is watching netflix while scrolling on Facebook. chances are you are because you're watching squid games and you're posting crap (laughs) exactly right you're tweeting about you're doing something about it um man it's just that's kind of staggering to be honest with you but but there you go that's why they're that's why they're suing because apparently it's it's expensive to maintain all the internet traffic i guess (laughs) yeah or they just, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I'm sure it's it's not something that is um, easy to do. You have, you know, especially if you have millions of customers relying on you. So I get it. But yeah, there you go. There you go. Wow. Uh, more Hollywood news. Let's move into this potential strike. So when was the last time we had a strike? You said it was the writer's strike, right? right? Strike. When, when was, was that? that? 2008, 2009? Yeah, I think it was. It was at the end of. Oh, 2007 to 2008. Yeah. It's it's actually in this article. They, they <clears> mentioned it. Um, so this is apparently way bigger than that. So back then, 2007, 2008, we had a writer strike where all of the screenwriters decided to say, we're not doing this. You're not paying us. And I forgot what their terms were, or what the issue was exactly. It was more like more profit of what they were writing, like sure. shows and stuff like that. They like royalties more. or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just and like, it was like the other stuff too, like health insurance. Sure. And okay. Like so that, that was 12,000 writers and that was a pretty big strike. It actually impacted a lot of shows because yeah, people had to get other writers that weren't as good. And you, you literally <laughs> saw the, 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 the quality of shows back yeah. then that the talk they shows were not as funny. <laughs> like what is this? Yeah. yeah. Even like talk shows, like they, had, they didn't have good jokes because they're not writing them. Like no one's there to write them. Mm-hmm. Like, like this is terrible. <laughs> but then how many writers who were not never, chosen to be one of the main writers got ch- they like wow they like, got you know they got, they got a chance exactly right so that's right. true too so this is even bigger than that because this is for sixty thousand of hollywood's behind the scene workers which are including camera operators grip boy best grip boy, best boy <laughs> grip boy <laughs> boom boy so you got camera operators uh script coordinators makeup artists they could all go on strike halting such uh halting everything movie yeah, and tv basically everything um, and this is, this is big because everything was already halted because of the pandemic. And now you have this potential thing coming as well. And so this is for the international association of theatrical stage employees. That's the name of the, I guess, union. I don't know if it's yeah. a union. I'm assuming it is. So does that impact Broadway also? Good question. I would imagine. Yeah. That'd be huge in New York. Yeah. Right. right? Um, but I, I guess globally it's, it's a small chunk, but yeah, it wouldn't, that wouldn't, that would be a big thing. The uh, yeah, so that's that's the organization which I'm assuming is a union. I don't know; mm-hmm. it doesn't actually say here. But uh, they had talks with the the uh, Alliance of Motion Picture and Television Producers, and all that went down, and there it, it didn't go well anyway. And there's a vote that's going to happen, and everyone is expected to vote in favor of striking. And then you have people, other organizations that are not that are not impacted by the strike, but they stand in solidarity, so that also impacts. I think some people were also during the writer strike. Didn't some other people? 
act in solidarity and they also went on strike i think so because even and even in this case too there's also there's already been um a lot of uh uh, celebrities that have weighed in like Ben Stiller, Seth Rogen and other actors expressed their support for the workers. They couldn't be successful without. So basically saying, yeah. Hey man, we can't make shit and you're not there to help us. Yeah. So, which is good that they recognize yep. that, which is nice. Uh, but yeah, so basically what they're asking for is obviously first and foremost is higher wages for, uh, from streaming companies. Uh, for one thing, a 2009 agreement allowed streaming services with fewer than 20 million subscribers to pay workers lower than standard wages. So if you were doing something for a streaming service that was smaller, uh, they didn't have to pay you as much. Like Mint Mobile? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> your Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile Plus. Right. Mint Mobile but Plus. like, you know, I don't know. I, what's a streaming, a streaming subscriber that has less than 20 million? I don't know. I mean, everyone's got more than that. Yeah. Well, all the big ones do anyway. But I don't know. Maybe like, uh, what's the one that failed last year? The mobile one? Which one? The one that used to that you had to do it on your phone. Oh, um, not Flick. What was it called? <laughs> what was it called? <laughs> yeah, where they keep you like so sad. We already forgot the name. <laughs> yeah, that, that's why. <laughs> what was it? Yes, <clears throat> yeah, because oh. it was a it was a, a mobile only platform that was vertical. Remember? Oh, yeah. and it was yeah, like clip. It wasn't a full length. You had to watch the movies. Yeah, it was like little ten was minute quickie? Quibby. 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 <laughs> Poor Quibby. So if you worked, for, if you were a makeup artist for Quibby. You probably weren't <laughs> making very much. Uh, well, we know what happened there. So obviously higher wages there. Um, and it, this was intended to help uh, streamers become more popular at the end of the blockbuster era. So that's, mm -hmm. I, I guess that's, you know, this is from 2009. So it was a yeah. while ago when that rule or, or whatever it was came out. And uh, they're also demanding shorter work days. So they say that grueling 14 plus hour days are normal in, in film production, yeah. Yeah. which is a lot. I mean, like uh, this is another thing too that I don't understand why other people don't understand is when you burn your people out. Mm -hmm. Number one, they're not going to want to do it anymore, and number two, their quality drive goes down drastically. Exactly. So you're not even getting anything out of your of your assets, which are your people, anymore. Your, yeah, your creativity's down, your desires down. Why do it? I don't get it. It goes from being your passion to being your job. It's and like, like I hate crazy. this, yep. right? So I don't understand why so many companies don't get that burnout is a very serious thing that you need to pay attention to because they, they, all you're doing is spinning your wheels going nowhere because you're working your people more, which means you potentially have to pay them more if they're hourly and then you're getting nothing out of them because they're tired as hell. And it's very apparent in the, in the content. I mean, look at the movies nowadays. How often do you get in a really good movie out in the theater? Well, yeah. pre pandemic, obviously we don't have much choices, but, but I'm sure. saying the quality of movies that we get, mm -hmm. Sometimes it's not, yeah, I don't know. I mean, unless it's a huge blockbuster. Right. Besides, you yeah. know, Sandstone, those have right. tons of money right. behind That's them, which is why. Your Marvels and yeah. But I'm talking about like, but we're not you're getting, remaking old movies and it's like. Yeah, we're not getting no new creativity. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. It's like people, free, like they're kind of running out of ideas. Because <laughs> they're on the, you know, they don't have the time to yeah. actually. Yeah, and it, it, even a lot in the video game cultures like that too, because that's they're big on what they call crunch, right? Where like they have a deadline to meet to put a game out, and now it's unfinished. Well, we'll put a patch later. Yeah, I don't worry, we'll patch it later. <laughs> but you know, they make these people work like twenty four hours straight just because they got to get something done. Like, what do you? They're gonna make, especially if it's like a coder or something. They're gonna make a mistake. They're tired. They haven't slept in three days, and you're making them work. It's just crazy. I don't get it. And then you fire them for messing it up, right? <laughs> and then you got to go find someone else that's not as good. <laughs> if you had just taken care of the people you already have, investing your employee. I don't get it, man. Whatever. <laughs> but those are mainly it. Those are the main ones. It's better pay, uh, not working. You know. 18 hour days or something crazy like that so it says the new terms would require at least 10 hour turnarounds to let workers commute and sleep on weekdays and 54 hours on weekends 
So you at least have some kind of mm-hmm. break, mm-hmm. minimum of a 10-hour turnaround, uh, which I don't even think is a lot to ask for, to be honest. No, it's, not. It's, it's like, damn, man. I mean, yeah, some of, most of these guys are building sets and yeah. holding a mic for the 10 hours. That's hard. It's a lot of just, labor work. Just doing this yeah. for... <laughs> You guys can't see me, but I'm doing a, a mic holding pose right now. Well, you got to do it up, not you down. Can, and you got to keep it out from the frame. You can't have that little, yeah, don't, the little yeah. furry thing on top of your you get tired. Don't let Christian Bale see you doing that. Yeah, you that. get tired and it goes down. <laughs> and then you see it on the top of the screen. What the hell is that? And Tom Cruise rips you a new asshole. <laughs> so, this is heavy. I know, right? Like, fine, we'll replace you with a stick. <laughs> Just get a tripod. Get out of my set. Mr. Gox drone. can do it. <laughs> yeah, Mr. Gox. <laughs> or a drone. Get the hamster in here. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, so here's the big picture here. Well, workers versus entertainment companies is becoming a pretty big thing. Yeah. Uh, more specifically, uh, recently with Scarlett Johansson, she had went up against Disney for the whole streaming thing. We talked about that before with Black Widow. Mm-hmm. It was supposed to be a theatrical uh, release only. And then Disney also put it on Disney Plus for 30 bucks. So she basically sued them for that. And they settled it. They We don't know what the, the agreement was for the settlement. I'm sure it was well enough. But the good thing is that both parties uh, agreed to still work together, which is nice that we'll still... Yeah, she's she's going to do Hollywood of Terror? I believe so. I think so. For yeah. Announce that as part of the mm-hmm. press so, release. You know. You, you think her drive for this was... M- Probably more to set precedence versus monetary for her. I would I mean, hope so. Yeah, I think it is. I, yeah, I would hope that that was because then you just you have a more genuine reason to right. do it as opposed to just like give me more money. You right. Know, That's probably you know, why they won't disclose the amount. Cause yeah. I'm thinking it's more like it was it probably set precedence. Yeah, it probably doesn't matter as much. Maybe there was no money. Maybe there it was a behind the behind door closed doors deal where like, listen, you don't got to pay me anything, but we have to show you that this stuff is not okay. Yep. I don't know. So going forward, you're going to restructure your contracts. Exactly. But I'm sure there was money involved. Don't get me wrong. Well, yeah, um, got to pay lawyers. You're right. <laughs> 30%. At the very least, right? I get their 30%, man. Uh, but this would be the first uh, strike among uh, the, among behind-the-scene workers since 1945, not including the, the writer strike because that was a very specific thing. But all behind-the-scenes workers, they haven't had anything like this since the 40s. And it would be bigger than the writers one, which made a big impact. Like we talked oh, about, yeah. we just said, the quality of shows and movies did go down because the writers weren't there to write the stuff. <laughs> you know, it's kind of important. But uh, yeah, man, you can't make a movie without someone holding a microphone, without mm-hmm. someone doing your makeup, without someone. You need someone, boy. You, you, need, need boy. you need best boy. I don't know what a best boy does, but <laughs> he does <laughs> something. He's on the credits. He's really important. <laughs> I'm not listed on the credits. <laughs> and I'll pay to go see it. I know, right? So I'm not going to have the rats out in Hollywood, up and down a... Uh, uh, maybe I, I, I can see that if, if they actually go on strike hopefully they'll just cut a deal and give these people what they what they want and need um i don't know i feel like the entertainment makes more money than ever you know because it's just yeah. everyone consumes it i don't know but i'm sure there's plenty of money to go around but there you go <laughs> hopefully this doesn't happen because then we get more show delays i think and danny and i should go on strike do it strike for, <laughs> for me strike from what from the podcast yeah go ahead i'll do it myself we have, we have demands. Okay, what, what, do you, what, do you, what do you have? What do you want? I want snacks when we get here. Get out of here. <laughs> Carl's like, well, bring them. We'll bring them with you, right? Coffee and donuts when we get here. Get out of here. <laughs> guys are crazy. Your, your demands will not be met. I'll tell you that right now. You can't it pull a scar on him. It's worth a try. <laughs> this podcast doesn't generate any money. What are, you, what are you coming at me for? If anything, it costs money. It's going to charge us to park in front of his house, man. Yeah. Yeah. Permit. You're clogging up the street. Permit parking over here now. 
Oh man. So uh, we'll see what happens there. Uh, let's move on to our uh, our very uh, upcoming dystopian future. Thanks by thanks to Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> so they announced this new robot thing, right? It's called Astro, uh, and it's funny because you mentioned the Jetsons, Danny, which is mm-hmm. I didn't even think about that. Astro is obviously the name of the dog in, in the Jetsons, but the robot actually looks like Rosie from the Jetsons, <laughs> which is the little robot maid. Sorry, raging ourselves if you don't know what the Jetsons are. Oh wow, it's a it's a cartoon. Okay, maybe, maybe they couldn't call it Rosie. Maybe they could. <laughs> but anyway, this robot thing it really does look like Rosie because of the round eyes. Yeah, but it's basically this little robot. It's basically a tablet on wheels. It's got a tablet for a face, little eyes on it. It's got cameras, a bunch of other stuff. And um, it's meant to just be like your little assistant in your house. It's a little robot that just rolls around. Supposed to be, it does, actually. It's got really? a little cup holder thing yep. where, like, say you're in a different room and I need to send something to you, I can put it in the, into the robot and it'll take it to you. I wanted to go to the fridge and open the Well, it's fridge. too small. Then what's the point? Jesus. That's what Tesla's is for. That's yeah, right. That's what, yeah. The, that's what the Tesla bot's for. <laughs> They're gonna work together. He'll get yeah. he'll get it for Rosie, and he'll give it to Rosie. To I don't know, I don't know how big this thing is. It looks small. It kind of looks like almost like a, a little Roomba vacuum, but just a little bit taller. Because again, it looks like a little robot, but it looks like that type of footprint. Uh, anyway, the the number one, it's it's a it's a weird little contraption that they want a thousand dollars for. Okay. Uh, but also, the reason why it's in the news is because there was a leaked documents that Vice had wrote about. Mm. That basically says the it shows how Amazon Astro Robot tracks everything you do, which is not really a surprise. That's kind of the point of it. Even even Amazon's own uh, publication for her saying like this is something that will help uh, with security. It'll uh, identify strangers. It'll uh, recognize you from person someone that it doesn't recognize. Uh, it's good for like elderly or young people or things like that. Yep. So it's not really a secret there. But the funny thing. Well, number one, how would you feel about that? Are you cool with a, with a robot that, you know, watches your every move? No. I mean, for the elderly, you know, it's kind of like, sure, take your blood pressure, do this, do that. I mean, I don't know. I don't, it's weird because. Yeah, I, I mean, I wouldn't want it. But I'm yeah. saying that. I think, I, think, I think that's where they're. But I think all at some point we've all been like, man, how cool would it be to have some kind of, you know, assistant. robot assistant? But it's going to be wide. It's going to be the same, on the yeah. grid. But then at the same time, you, you think about, you know, as you get older, you're like, well, I don't want this thing watching me. Well, it's like the, the test I bought. Yeah. We talked about that too. Like, what's your privacy level going to be? Right. Yeah. Gonna see, it's going to sleep in the garage. That's what it comes down <laughs> to. That's, that's what it comes down to is how much do you trust whatever company it's coming from? Yeah. Right. And if, for most people, probably not much. Yeah, like even like the Facebook portal that I have, it's unplugged. When I don't use it, like completely from the power, mm-hmm. not just off, like, cause it's got a little thing where you can turn off just the camera and the yeah. microphone. I don't trust Facebook. Right. They completely unplug it yeah. from the power. And, and Amazon's not going to put out a bot. Was it Amazon? Yeah. Yeah. It's they're Amazon. not going to put out a bot to just not be connected. Yeah. They're trying to sell you stuff. Well, well because they, yeah, cause the echoes they are. want the data from it to understand yeah. your, your living habits. Exactly right. That's what the, they don't care about you benefiting from this. No. They, it's, they want the data that it produces. Right. Which I mean, is, that's my opinion. No, I, you're right. You're 100% correct. And I, I mean, that is what they do. They're there to sell you something. Just like Facebook is there to give you ads. They're here to literally make yeah. you go on Amazon and buy something. Right. Because if you think about $1,000. It's a lot. If this, it, it's a lot. Well, it depends on the person. Yeah. If this thing's going to bring that great benefit, maybe it's not a lot of money. Sure. You would think they would charge you more. But mm-hmm. it's what Amazon's going to get out of it. It's like, what are you also giving up aside from you paying for it? Um, so here's some of the funny things that... that um, because the vice apparently talked to some of the people that developed it either they did or they worked on it or they they used to i don't know exactly mm. where they stand currently but it's hilarious okay mm. so 
Uh, this one says it's a flawed robot. Developers who worked on Astro say the version of the robot that they worked on did not work well. Okay, which is makes sense. It's something that was probably in early development. But these quotes here. So this is one of the developers. He says, Astro is terrible and will almost certainly throw itself down a flight of stairs if presented <laughs> the opportunity. The person detection is unreliable at best, making the in-home security posi- uh, pro- proposition laughable. <laughs> He said it would throw itself down, down the stairs. stairs. So apparently, so it's not as smart as Roomba, where it maps everything yeah, out. Yeah. So it, the, even this is also something that Amazon said, even in their official little video when they released it, <coughs> is that it it, can, it can't go up and down stairs. It, it can only um, overcome level shifts of three centimeters. So even if you have like one step in your house that you have like a multi level, it, it can't do that. Mm. It can't go up and down a single step. It can't do any of that stuff. Makes sense. Honestly, it's what not. What did it say? Three centimeters? Three centimeters. So you got so to a few of them in your house. So what is that like? The bump on a rug? Basically. Yeah. It's like basically a train. Like, you know, sometimes you have a, tra- like even here in my yeah. kitchen, I have a little transition from the kitchen to the, on the floor. Yep. So it's slightly little bump, like things like that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Crazy. Um, so I thought that was hilarious, right? So it says the device feels fragile for something with an absurd cost. The mast has broken on several devices, locking itself in the extended or retracted position. And there's no way to ship it to Amazon when that happens. Damn. It's not poke you. Uh, they're also pushing it as an accessibility device, but with the mass breaking and possibility of that, and at the possibility at any given moment that it'll commit suicide on a flight of stairs, <laughs> it's at best absurd nonsense and marketing, and at worst potentially dangerous for anyone who'd actually rely on it for accessibility purposes. Oh, wow. So it's just Amazon <laughs> just trying to get into the, into that space. I guess that's yeah. what they pretty much do with a lot of their, dev- their products. Just get in. They just want to get in. Yeah. They want to be part of the the party. Uh-huh. We'll fix it later. Yeah. And not even. Like Sometimes they, they just don't even. They bother. just don't even fix it, and the product just dies off, and they don't renew it, or they don't come out with a newer version. Right. It's nuts, dude. This is. But these these quotes were just hilarious. Yeah. That's why I wanted to bring it up. Basically, that it will just. Throw, I'm sure the final one probably has a sensor that'll stop it from going downstairs. But apparently, the one that these people worked on, it'll just throw itself down a flight of stairs. I'm out of here. I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> Get out of here, peace. This, <laughs> just, this cross is crazy. I'm just out rolls of here. out of here. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I mean the, the, the way Amazon kind of spend it is, is very like, it's great for security and it's great for, you know, accessibility, people with accessibility issues and you know, whatever, whatever. But, uh, yeah, the, I thought this was, this was hilarious. Um, again, I'm, I'm at two minds of it because it would be great to have some kind of, you know, robot maid or, or butler or whatever, and they'll just do stuff for you. But at the same time. Like, I didn't mean like that. I meant like my laundry. Whoa. That's, that's your, that's your, that's your evening podcast. Oh, that's the evening one? That's that's the evening podcast where we talk about other robots. (laughs) I don't know nothing about that shit. What are you talking about? Um, Yeah, I mean, like Amazon has so many products. Like, I don't know if you guys ever use those dash buttons. I have not, but it basically orders something for you automatically, yeah. right? Yeah, so you just like stick it in your laundry room, and when you're out of detergent, you just hit this button. And it just places the and order it and ships auto- it to you. Yeah. Which, to be honest, is freaking cool. Like, that's a cool yeah. piece of automation, I think, that uh, is convenient, right? Instead yeah. of like, like, like you just said, you're doing laundry, and then you just use the last of your detergent. Instead of saying, oh, let me go buy some more, because I'll tell you what, you'll forget. Mm-hmm. I know I always do. Sometimes I'll go sh- on Amazon and I'll just leave stuff in my cart for a week because I forgot to check out. It happens all the time. 
But if there's a button that I can just press and just does it automatically, that's cool. So I get it. And then your fire phone. Remember they came out with the fire phone. Yeah. Oh yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> what happened with that thing? It's dead. It's caught <laughs> on fire. <laughs> caught on fire. Yeah. I mean, their tablets are still kicking though. Those are very popular. Yeah. And it's because they're so cheap. They're, yeah, and they do and they, the tablets. And they do yeah, they do what you needed to do. You get it so that your kid doesn't talk to you anymore. That's basically why you buy one. It's like, go over there and don't talk to me. Thanks. Here's your, Nef- here's your Netflix. Here's your YouTube. Go in the corner. Leave me leave alone. alone. All right. Daddy's busy. <laughs> Playing with my robot. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. That's good stuff. Uh, but yeah, again, there's a there's a fine line there, right? Because yeah. as much as I would love to have a personal robot that goes up and down the stairs and does my laundry for me, washes dishes, stuff I don't want to do, but who's it coming from? Yeah. What company would I trust? <clears throat> it wouldn't be Facebook. It wouldn't I mean, be Amazon. Apple. Just maybe I mean, Apple. Yeah. And, and, it's and even that's maybe. a maybe. Applebot. Yeah. And even that's a maybe. Like what, what would they call it? <laughs> iBot. Isn't that movie? That's iRobot. iRobot. Oh. Oh. Because Was they that, call it an iBot? I don't know. No. Well, they don't really do the i thing that much no. like they used to. Hmm. What would they call? What would Apple call their the bot? The dream bot. The magic bot. Siri bot. No. Uh-huh. Maybe just call it Siri. Or just bot. Just call it Siri. Bot. <laughs> <clears throat> yeah. Siri body edition. <laughs> yeah, but back to your point, like, I mean, like, who would you trust? I mean, I would probably trust Apple if I had no choice, but Apple claims that all your information stays on your device. Yeah, right. So and like, they haven't been proven wrong since. Right, no one's exactly. busted them out saying, oh, Apple's actually doing this, this, and this. And until that day comes, I more than likely will continue to trust their privacy because mm-hmm. they do seem to care about it. Yep. Um, also, too, most of privacy concerns come from people that are trying to sell you advertising, right? Which Apple does not do. That's not their business. They sell hardware. And also now services like mm-hmm. Apple TV and all yep. that stuff. But um, for that reason alone, they also don't even have a financial incentive because they're not in the data business. It's just not what they do. Right. Whereas everyone else is. Amazon is. Facebook is. That's what Google. That's Google. what they, they do. Sell. They sell data to to provide to advertisers, and that's the only. So even in cases like this, the the data that they collect from you, it's not malicious. They're just trying to sell you more things. But I don't want to be sold to. You know why? Because it works, and I buy everything. <laughs> So stop trying to sell me. You can't tell me what I want to buy. Yeah. (laughs) I want to buy what I want to buy. You can't tell me what I want to buy. It just happens to be exactly what you said it is, but that's a coincidence. Yeah, Yeah. that's just coincidence. (laughs) Damn it. Correlation, not causation. It's like when you fall into the Amazon rabbit hole. Exactly. Oh, look at that. Well, maybe you like this. I do like this. How do you know? (laughs) Hey, I could have it it there today. Yeah. There was something I ordered and it it told me it could get get it to me by 8 a.m. It's been happening so much. One time I ordered something uh, just this past week. It was an adapter for 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 one of my gaming controllers. Uh It was like a little cheap thing. It was like 10, 15 bucks. I ordered it like at midnight and it was at the door before I woke up. (laughs) I'm dead ass serious. I'm like, holy shit, man. That was really fast. (laughs) Sometimes I'll order stuff. Uh, I think think it was yesterday or two days ago. Brittany had ordered something at like one in the afternoon and it said it'd be there between five and 10 and it did. So was it a, did you notice if it was a, a, a van or like somebody delivering their, from the car? Cause I, I've been noticing that sometimes been using I've, the personal seen, cars I've seen the personal cars too, but in this particular case, I, I, I didn't notice. Okay. Yeah, that, that's a different, that's, that's a, that's a kind, of, kind of like the Uber delivery. Basically. Services, right? Yeah. yeah. Like they hire you, you know, yeah, you it's, like a, the app, it's you like a DoorDash it. person. They just come grab it for you and they take it. So. I just want to know how much they're, how they're making so much money. Like like the the little adapter thing. Yeah. How much did it cost? Like twelve bucks, I think. Twelve or thirteen bucks. So twelve bucks, you got it within a few hours. Literally. Like, like all the 
logistics of getting it to yeah. you. Well, I guess it's, it's 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 economies of scale. If that one person is also delivering to a bunch of people, yeah. then that right. makes it more worth it. Um, I imagine that there's a hub close by to us now, and that's why we're getting probably. We're there's getting one in Markham. Now. Yeah, that's why. So there's a hub. What is that? Twenty minutes away, probably. Yep. Really close. So if we have a big hub here, then that makes a ton of sense because I'm seeing a lot of that where it says it'll either be here tomorrow or the same day, depending yeah. on the item. Yeah, because that hub is stocked with stuff that's no, mm-hmm. you know exactly normally bought. It's already for that area. It's already there. So like here, we'll take it to you right now. We're on our way. <laughs> Damn, that's crazy. Yeah. So, um, so you know, back to the privacy thing. Even even your Amazons and your Facebooks, they're not trying to do anything malicious. I still don't like it, but because it's still intrusive in my opinion. Um, again, we've said this before. I there's a certain level of 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 privacy that I automatically am willing to forfeit just for the fact that I live in a digital age and I want to be on the internet, mm-hmm. plain and simple. Um, but they they might not be as a company doing anything malicious, but you also have to take into account that their employees or somebody sure. that works. Yeah, could be. If Possibly. you're if you're that big of a company, there's a lot of people in there, and yeah, not everyone. Employees. Yeah, not Try everyone. To trust is, their right, because not everyone's going to be good people. Yep. So that's the other part of it. Uh, so yep. who would you trust? I think for me, it probably would be Apple. Um, maybe a non-tech company. Right. Well, how would you trust a product though? Not not, right. not trust security, but trust like oh, this. Yeah. This that, crap work. Maybe even worse. <laughs> I trust your security, but I trust you. Brought to you crap. by McDonald's. Like what the <laughs> fuck? <laughs> McDonald's bought. <laughs> I don't know if I trust that. Well, as long as Taylor's as long as long as long as as doing cream. the repairs. Yeah, as long as it's not an ice cream machine. <laughs> the it's a special code and your Taylor technician has to come out and fix it for or, you. Or some John Deere products. The bot's not working today. Oh, Damn it. Trouble. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it definitely, I mean, I think it would, that would, that's what it would come down to. Tesla, maybe. You know what I mean? Like, I don't, I don't know if I would distrust Tesla as much as, say, a Facebook or an Amazon. Would you? I don't know. I mean, they haven't done anything. I mean, I mean, Elon is a kooky boy. But that's about <laughs> it. Outside of that, I mean, the company seems to be pretty straightforward. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, it, it's uh, it's a lot of data that they collect on us. Yeah, on a daily basis. Mm. So, um, but yeah, I mean, it's maybe a robot coming soon. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we talked about the Tesla bot, that'd be kind of. I mean, when we were discussing, oh, Danny's gonna throw it in the garage. So. The <laughs> Dyson bot. No. Ooh, Dyson bot. Yeah, I forgot the the the, the guys the Dyson guy. What's I forgot his first name? Charles. Charles Dyson. He seems pretty trustworthy. Give me a Dyson bot. <laughs> Why the hell not? I'll take it. It has a fan on it. It has a blow dryer. Yeah, it's a fan, it's a, a blow dryer, a purifier, and it cleans your floor. And, and it'll grab me a beer. Wow. Yeah, <laughs> he might be working on it. That'd be kind of cool, man. I'd get. I think Dyson, that's a. Good, I even think of the Dyson is a good one because they're a tech company, but not one that. Is that does like they're about convenience? They're about selling you a physical product mm-hmm. similar to the way Apple does. You got to mortgage your home to buy it, but hey, right? <laughs> yeah, I got a six hundred dollar vacuum over here. It's like, yeah, I just Jesus, bought that, that eight hundred dollar fan. Yeah, luckily I got you a sweet deal on that oh, bad yeah. boy. Thanks, Tam Tam. <laughs> Man, these fans are insanely expensive, yeah, right? They are. I mean, I kind of panic bought this one when when COVID first started. I'm like, I need an air purifier in here. <laughs> Give me the most expensive one on the market. Uh, geez. All right, I think that's it for for our stories. You guys got anything else? Nope. Get into our weekly what you've been watching's. Mm, donuts. Donut bite time. I don't know if anyone knows that. That's actually what this segment is called. It's called donut bites. Yeah. Have we ever said? Have we ever told anyone that? Yeah. <laughs> I know I write it in mm-hmm. the, in the thing in the timestamps, but yeah. I never say it anyway. Donut bites. What do you got? <laughs> uh just the same shows I've been watching. Uh, what if is ending this Wednesday? Which I'm, I haven't seen the last 
two episodes and I'm just going to okay. binge those last couple. So this last episode kind of, I think, is giving us an idea of where they're going Okay, with it. And so it's nine total then, right? Nine total. Okay, so I haven't seen eight. I'm just going to watch eight and nine back to back. Okay, got it. Um, Ted Lasso also will be ending Friday. Same there. I'm going to binge that. Um, let's see what I, I watched Venom. Okay. Because me and you went to go see Venom. Yes. Be Carnage. Mm-hmm. Danny, you haven't seen it yet. Right? Okay, so no spoilers. Not gonna talk no spoilers, about it. but but man, man, <laughs> the, the movie was. Uh, the mo- I didn't. I didn't really care for the movie. It was okay. Yeah. It was funny. It's just um, like there. Yeah, it was more. You went there just for the end credits. I just went for the end scene. <laughs> it's really was, good. Yeah, yeah, it's a lot of uh, yeah speculation. But um, then I watched the uh, many scenes of Newark Sopranos movie. Uh-huh. I wasn't too impressed. Same. I saw it on Friday. You saw it right. Yeah, I saw it. Was it like it was fine? It was just fine. Yeah. If I saw it at the theater, I would have been like, I think it could have been like a prequel episode or something. Yeah. But I like, think so. It I was really, expecting more of. Yeah, it wasn't bad. Don't get me wrong. No. Maybe I'm just over the, the, the mobster film genre. I don't know. I didn't even feel like it was a mobster film. Yeah, it was okay. Yeah. Not bad. It's just okay. Yeah. And then I watched uh, Casino Royale and Quantum of Solace. Okay. So those are the Prepare. first two Daniel yeah. Craig Bond movies. So you haven't seen the other two yet? Not yet. Okay. Then we're because we're we're gonna go see uh, uh, No Time to Die. No Time to Die, which has been on the shelf for how long? Yeah, <laughs> two years. I think it was supposed to come out in twenty nineteen. Yeah, mm. jeez Louise, plenty of time to die. <laughs> Just <laughs> change the title of the movie. Yeah, <laughs> didn't never die. Yeah, <laughs> that was pretty much it for the week. Okay, cool. Danny, what about you? Uh, just Squid Games. You finish it? Yeah, yeah. I, I, we, I binged it in two days. Yeah, how could you not? Right. It's, Once you yeah, start watching, you you're just like, holy yeah, moly! You don't want to wait. So, did you watch it in English, Spanish? Would you watch it in um, English? But I heard you you know watch it in Spanish pretty good too. Yeah, I watched I watched it. In English. Yeah, the, the I I personally didn't like the, the uh, some of the English voice acting. Um, yeah. yeah, some of it just sounds really just not good. Mm-hmm. One character in particular, one of the one of the the ladies in there, she's really crazy. And the voice actor that's doing the English voice is it's just, she just doesn't. I don't like it. Um, if you if you can read subtitles, if you can stand reading subtitles for a show, just watch it in Korean because the real actors do a much better job. Mm-hmm. But you know, it's there in English if you yeah. need to. But uh, I watched the majority in English, but I did watch like two episodes in Korean because the act, the real actors are just doing a way better job in terms of their acting and the way, and you just read subtitles mm. and it's fine. It's really good. Yeah. But man, what a good show. Oh, hold on. Where's my <clears throat> sofa? I'm, not, I'm all unprepared over here. Hold on. <laughs> Anything else? No, no, that was it for this week. Squid Games and um, the impeachment show. Um, oh, that's right. Yeah. Which no, one you mentioned one. before. Is it, what, how many episodes, was that three episodes in? Four. 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 Okay. Episode four. It's a good. It's it's watchable. Yeah. It's good. I mean, it's not bad, but I, I guess because it's you know what's happening, right? Sure. Yeah. It's not like there's no like oh, it's a good plot. Well, uh-huh. you know what's exactly what. Yeah, you know what happens. But are there like any details like that that didn't get released to the public? That I, sure, it's probably not just the major, yeah. right? I mean, nothing major. I mean, yeah, it stuck to to what it is. But what's going on? I don't know. My phone started playing music. <laughs> romantic over here. That's weird. Oh. <laughs> so he doesn't want us to strike. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, so I played a new game, Hot Wheels Unleashed. So much fun. So really? much fun this game. Really? Yeah. Hot Wheels Unleashed. Oh, nice. So it's basically, it's a racing game, uh, but it's with Hot Wheels, like actual little like toys. And it's cool because the the, the Hot Wheels are proper size. Mm-hmm. So you're racing on like a Hot Wheels track, you know, like those orange plastic ones. Yeah. yeah. You're racing on that and you're like in a house. So you're like rolling through, you know, like a, there's like a, a speaker that looks like the size of a building and stuff like that. It's just fun. It was a really cool game. So I started playing that. And as far as stuff that I saw, um, over the past two weeks, I watched all four uh, Daniel Craig Bond yeah. movies. So that was Casino Royale, Quantum of Solace, Skyfall, 
and Spectre. I really like him as James Bond. I think he's awesome as he's James good. Bond. He's yeah. he is, I think the thing I like most about him is that he's crazy as hell. Like this is he's not like Pierce Brosnan where mm-hmm. Pierce Brosnan is more like a smooth yeah. James Bond, whereas Daniel Craig is like, I'm shooting you in the head, James Bond. Like, like he's I'm, crazy. Like, I'm going to beat the shit up. Yeah, of <laughs> like, <laughs> license to kill James Bond. Like, this guy's yeah. nuts. And it's good. I think it's really good. So I watched all four of them. I like them all. I think Casino Royale is the best, mm-hmm. followed by Skyfall, which is the third one. Okay. Skyfall is awesome. Really good movie. Um, started watching Foundation, Okay, which I didn't mention last week. I don't think we mentioned it last week. Yeah, I mentioned about yeah. it. I think you said you were going to start yeah. watching it. So uh, there's three episodes so far. I knocked out all three. Pretty good. Um, obviously, Squid Game, which I mentioned last week. Uh, I'm rewatching that now because mm-hmm. Brittany hasn't seen it. Uh, Venom, because we saw that together. Yep. Pretty good stuff. And uh, uh, also Many Saints of Newark. Again, whatever. It so was just go, okay. Going back to Venom, we didn't mention about the uh, screen resolution on that. Did oh, you find no. Out? I did not. So check this out. So we went to go see the movie. We saw it in uh, in, in Dolby. And the, the the movie was like in regular 16 by 9 aspect. It wasn't like super, like, you know how a right. movie is wide, which is 2.35 to 1 aspect ratio. Uh, it, it wasn't that. So it wasn't filling the screen left to right. I was really upset. Yeah, so you I actually, was like, what the hell is this? Had, huh. <laughs> now, but to be fair, I mean, it's the same thing because it, 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 was, it was filling the screen. It wasn't filling the screen left to right, but it was top to bottom, which I don't know. I feel like it's, it's still I feel like weird. we were robbed a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I don't so know why we, it was like that. Yeah, and plus, because we were sitting a little bit to the left. Yeah, we were sitting to the left because we had to sit in the area where you can put a wheelchair. Because obviously, I'm on the scooter, right. so I had some. I needed somewhere to put it. So the little wheelchair areas are slightly to the side. So that's where we were, and you can notice it. And after a while, it kind of went away. But initially, I'm like, "What's up with the screen?" <laughs> I was getting really. I was like, "Yeah, that better not stay like that." And it did the whole damn time. <laughs> did you get? Did you ask for the refund? <laughs> no, I didn't. <laughs> They didn't bring. They didn't put curtains over the. Black no, bars, they, no, at the very least, they could have moved the curtains. But no, there's black bars on the left and right. So I don't know if that was just our movie or if this movie in general is fan. is like yeah. that. If you've seen Venom, please let us know. Well, it'll look fine on TV though. Yeah, I'm sure it'll look great on TV. <laughs> uh, Many Saints of Newark. I said it was just okay. You know, I, I I did like some of the story, but there was like very little about actually Tony Soprano. Yeah, like I was expecting more. Yeah, like he he was just there. Yeah, because I even <laughs> had, it. I remember wow. reports that like his son did a good job on it. Yeah, which he did. He did, but I was like, I wanted more of. Yeah, because because like, James Gandolfini's son, I forgot his first name. He's the one playing teenage Tony Soprano in the movie. But the movie is not about him at all. It's about his family, and he's just kind of there in the background. Yeah, like we're, again, we're supposed to assume that he becomes Tony. I mean, like if you never watched the show, you assume yeah that he's gonna be the next mobster or the big guy right but they don't really show that at yeah, all like we don't see him yeah it's more his you know talking it's mainly revolves around his uncle and um just as other members of his family which again th- th- i don't think it's a bad story i just think you could have just not said it was a sopranos thing yeah just this is a movie and that's it yeah <laughs> because but, you have expectations yeah. that this sets up the sopranos and it doesn't no it doesn't, it doesn't at all but it, it's funny though like how the characters how you meet all the characters yeah and when they introduce a uh, big pussy yeah the priest. exactly right <laughs> the just priest like, just like pussy <laughs> <laughs> so funny <laughs> Um, but you know, again, I, I did enjoy watching it, but it wasn't anything. I, yeah. I think again, it's, it's expectations. If you had told me it was just some movie, I probably would have enjoyed it more yeah. as opposed to you saying, Oh, it's a Soprano story. It has nothing to do with Tony Soprano. So there you go. Uh, and as far as shows go, midnight mass on Netflix, Midnight <laughs> man, is that good? I'd put it up there with squid game. Yeah. We binged it. And we binged it in less than a week as well. Uh, all the episodes are there. Okay. It's from the same, uh, peep, the same guy that made, uh, Haunting of Hill House and Haunting of Bly Manor. Okay. Uh, Mike Flanagan, I believe his name is. 
So this is his new series. It's called Midnight Mass, and it's really good. I think it's only seven episodes, so it's a short it's a short run, and uh, it's awesome. I'd highly recommend it. Check it out. It's a, if you like some spooky stuff. It's not really like super horrorish kind. Of, like I think Haunting of Hill House was a scarier show. Mm-hmm. This one is more of like uh, horror drama type of thing, thriller. Okay. So, but it was really good. So, so speaking of scary, you're all caught up on. Uh what we do in the shadows. I am, yes, 100% caught up as of last night. So we saw episode six. Yeah. Yeah, episode six of this season. <laughs> God damn, it's so funny, man. I can't recommend this show enough if you want to laugh. Yeah. Just watch. Just have a, if have you have Hulu, time. yeah, if you, it's, on, it's an FX show, but if you have Hulu, it's all on there. Started from the beginning. Each episode's like 20 minutes. It's really short. And it is one of the funny, I put it up there with Rick and Morty in terms of how funny it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's a show that I can sit down and just completely laugh my ass off on. And it's a short show. It's like a sitcom, mm-hmm. you know. But man, yeah, this last episode <laughs> I had was dying, man. It was so funny. So uh, I think that's it for me. What do we got coming up this week? What's a... Just No Time to Die is coming up. That's We're seeing that Friday. So we'll probably even talk about it since all three of us are going to get to see it. Mm-hmm. And Brit Bone is also joining us. Cool. Um, maybe she could join us too. Yeah, that'd be cool. Uh, so maybe we'll, pro- we'll probably definitely talk about the movie since all three of us are going to get a chance to see it together this coming Friday. So James Bond stuff coming next week. That's good. Um, you mentioned all the shows are ending. Well, Ted Lasso. Yep. And uh, What If is... So this 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 coming Wednesday will be the last episode for What If? For What If, and then Friday will be the last episode for the season. Yeah. So what Ted comes Lasso. after What If then? What's next? What are we in, October? Yeah, because we got to wait for... Um, Hawkeye. Hawkeye's November. Hawkeye's right? November. And even the Eternals movie is not until November until as well. November. So Disney Plus wise, we have to have something coming up, right? Because didn't we have everything like all the way lined up, like back to back to back all the way yeah. to the end of the year? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if, if anything was released because I know they released the, uh, well, they announced the release date for Boba Fett and that's December 29th. Right at the end, right at the buzzer. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they said Christmas. <laughs> Jeez. And I don't think we've gotten a date for Mandalorian yet, season no. three. Uh-uh. I don't know. Let me check real quick. Doesn't look like there's anything Marvel or Star Wars based. It's more <clears throat> you got your Chippendale show, uh, some Muppet show, Muppet Babies. Muppet Babies. Something, yeah. They are gonna release um Black Widow on Disney Plus. I thought it was already on there. No. Oh, it's it's still on there like it's still on there to buy. It's, yeah, it's on premiere, but so it's gonna be free now release. coming yeah. up. Okay. Uh, yeah. What after what if it's Hawkeye? So that's not until November. Yeah. yeah so we have nothing. Nothing for October. Between, for October until November, and then we have Ms. Marvel, Moon Knight, and She Hulk in 2022, and those don't have actual dates yet. Just 2022. Yeah. So and also Secret Invasion as well. Okay. All right. Well, there we go. I guess we'll listen. Danny can catch up. A little bit of a break. Yeah. Have you seen all of What If, Danny? Not yet. Okay, that's good. It's, that's a good one to binge too because they're they're all short as well yep. and they're just good. Yep. They're just so much fun. So I'm looking forward to watching the last two episodes. Uh, anyway, that is it for us. Then uh, come back next week so we can talk about some James Bond. Go watch some of these James Bond movies. Let us know what you think. I think they're really good. Well, I we'll, like them. We'll be back. I mean, you'll be back. I don't know if me and Dan will talk about the strike. Oh, you're gonna use thinking about striking still? <laughs> okay, do it. I'm not budging because I don't need you. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I do. Please don't leave. (laughs) (laughs) All right. uh, Have a good rest of your week. We'll catch you next week. Take care. Bye. Wow. I can't believe you stayed till the end. You must be really bored. Have a great day. Meatbag. Meatbag.